Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with K.C. podcast. I, of course, am your host, K.C. Phoenix. And yeah, so here we are. (laughs) Oh, boy. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. It's morning in Texas. Before I go any further, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Now that I've said all of that, we can chat for a minute. Then I'll get into my daily thoughts because that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to get comfortable in this chair. Every time I go through it with this chair, one of these days, I don't know. I'm seeing myself in a whole different, um, what's the word? Reality. Where I have the studio set up and I have this awesome chair that I can easily get comfortable in (laughs) is is what I'm looking for. But, you know, it's all good. But let's chit-chat for a second. So Mercury Retrograde is doing its thing. I kid you not. For the past few days, none of my packages from Amazon have come on time at all. The one package, which they combined two of the items, which was my favorite dressing which by the way if you I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the podcast before is Brick House Dressing is the um, they called it the original name was um, the Honey Dijon or whatever it was but then they renamed it the Creamy something or whatever and when I tell you that is some of the best dressing ever some of the best dressing ever it's like low sugar low sodium Blah, 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 blah. Now, it is kind of, it's not cheap either. It's not like your $3 dress and it's like almost $10 a bottle. So if you don't want to pay that for dressing, then it's not for you. But for those who don't mind, then it's totally worth the money. Um, But they took the dressing and combined it with this energy bowl. This uh, It was a rose quartz energy bowl that I had bought to have in my setup when I do some of my readings, my tarot card readings. And the Amazon person delivered it to the wrong place. So I'm walking all around the complex looking for it, couldn't find it. I contact Amazon and I'm like, okay, the guy delivered it to the wrong place. And they're like, well, no, it's saying that the um, delivery might have been marked delivered too early. I'm like, no, 
there was a picture taken with the email that I received. It's like, I know how shipping and stuff works. I used to work for UPS many, many eons ago, like over 20 years ago, I used to work for UPS. And um, I know about the whole thing where sometimes they'll mark it as delivered, even though it hasn't been delivered yet, which is crazy. But that's another story for another day to explain that whole process. Regardless, I was telling Amazon, dude, they have a picture. That's not my porch. That's that's not it. So, and he's like, well, there isn't really anything we can do. We got to wait till this, da, 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, fine, whatever. So I had to wait until yesterday to confirm, all right, it wasn't received. Well, I already knew it wasn't received because the person delivered it to the wrong address the day before. So now I have to contact Amazon and tell them, hey, don't have it. I need a credit. (laughs) On top of that, another item that I ordered, a new um, Oracle deck that I had seen. And I was like, oh, I got to have this Oracle deck because I love collecting tarot card decks and Oracle decks. And I was like, I just have to have this. And I ordered it. And it was due to be delivered yesterday. And something in my spirit told me, I was like, this thing is not coming today. (laughs) I was like, I just have a feeling. It's not coming today. (laughs) It's sure enough. (laughs) It did not show up yesterday. It's probably going to come with the other thing that I ordered today more than likely so we'll see what happens but mercury retrograde is doing this thing which is kind of hilarious um as i mentioned before mercury retrograde is set to end on february the third so we're almost out of it post retrograde seven to ten days after that i'm sure some of you have um, found out certain things and whatnot during this whole mercury retrograde process Let me go ahead and get into my daily thought. Something that I had heard on another tarot readers channel. I'm pretty sure the name of the channel is Lily Light Tarot. And he was talking about how, um, and I mentioned this in passing before on one of my episodes, but I never dedicated a daily thought to it. But he was talking about how you try, how some people try to force others to give them a seat at the table. And his thing was, and when he was saying that, I'm like, that's exactly what I say. I'm like, wow, you know, but his thing was, which is the same thing I say, Why are you forcing or attempting to force someone to give you a seat at the table when they don't even want to sit with you? It's like they don't want you there. So why not go and build your own table and do that? Why do you have to have this thing where you're going to this particular person or this particular entity to associate with it where you're attempting to force them to recognize you. You know, one thing that 
um, I had seen. It was, uh, what is her name? Oh, gosh. I want to say Latasha O'Keefe, a Latoya O'Keefe or, or something. I mentioned her name before. And she mentioned that how God hides someone's value from people. So in the whole thing of that was, is that when the divine hides your value, that means they're not tied to your destiny is what's going on. There's a few things that I can bring up here. One thing I'll bring up because I talked about um, Tyler Perry yesterday. And I know, and also little side note, I know some pe- some of my listeners are probably like, why did you do so many episodes yesterday? It's because I didn't do any over the weekend. That's why. And I just, I'm the type of person, I feel like I need to work. I, I, I need to do something. And that was my thing where... I was like, my goodness, I I was really taking it easy. And yet it was worth it because it helped me relax my mind and and whatnot. Because we do need that R&R from time to time. However, when I'm not working, when I'm not doing something, I always feel guilty. Even if I know I could have done a gazillion things the day before. And if I choose to just take it easy the next day, I'll still feel guilty. That's just how I am. So, you know, love me or leave me. Take me as I am. But with the Tyler Perry thing, I remember that Tyler Perry was talking about it was about the diary of a mad black woman with when he was in the process because the plays were his plays were successful which by the way the plays weren't successful at first it at first it was kind of like nobody showed up to see his plays and then finally it it started the thing started which is an example of why you should never give up because if he would have been like oh well people are into my plays and i guess it'll just never work out let me just go ahead and quit then he wouldn't be where he's at today. But he decided to keep going. But specifically about the Diary of a Mad Black Woman play that he was looking to make into a movie, he could not get anyone to do it the way he wanted to do it. Because when he took it to all of these studios and these executives, they were like, okay, well... We like it, but we like to do this. It's almost like uh, (laughs) going back to the Avengers again, Avengers um, Infinity War, when they were uh, working on the plan to get Thanos and Quill was talking to Iron Man. And he's like, that plan sounds great, but it sucks. So let me... (laughs) And that's, you know... That was the whole thing where they were like, oh, well, this is great, but let's do it this way. And Tyler Perry's like, I don't want to do it this way. That's not part of my vision. And finally, he was fed up and ready to just give up on converting the play to a movie. And Lionsgate happened to call him. And he was so frustrated. He's just like, look, this is how I want to do it. I don't want to hear about all this other stuff. If I can't do it this way, I don't want to do it at all. Because he was just done. Because he was so frustrated with all his other experiences that he had dealt with with all the other executives from other studios. And Lionsgate was like, okay, fine. We can do it your way. Which is why 
all those Tyler Perry movies that came out have been under Lionsgate because Lionsgate gave him the creative freedom that he wanted. And then, of course, as he his brand grew and grew, Tyler Perry did his own thing. Now, going back to this with the whole building your own table, that's what Tyler Perry did, where the executives that he originally had came into contact with, they didn't get his vision. He, but he wasn't about to fight them to say, okay, I'll, I'll do it this way just so I can have a seat at the table. Tyler Perry went and built his own table. That's the thing. He wasn't going to change. And again, that's why he's where he's at now because he built his own table. Same thing with Hugh Hefner, which I, I'm pretty sure I brought this up recently because I, I have been watching the the Playboy thing. And again, obviously there's positive stuff and negative stuff about people. We have the light, we have the dark. Because there are certain things that have been, there was a news article that just came across my phone about Hugh Hefner and the bunnies and so forth. However, there were a lot of amazing things that Hugh Hefner did. And you have to give him credit for that. Now, back to the hiding the value, where Hugh Hefner, which I did not know this, worked for Esquire magazine. That's who he worked for. And he wanted a $5 raise, and they said no. So, clearly, they did not see Hugh Hefner's value. And Hugh Hefner decided he was not about to convince them or try to force them to give him a seat at the table. So Hugh Hefner said, I'm out, I'm gone. So he left Esquire magazine. And then that's when he started Playboy, which the original name was Staghouse or, or something like that. I'm pretty sure it was Staghouse. But then he was about to get sued because it was... Um, some other company had that name and they found out about it. So then he changed the name and the, another person came up with the name and he liked it. And then that's how the Playboy name came about. And then all of the stuff happened and then it just grew and grew and grew. And then Hugh Hefner created this huge empire of Playboy because the thing about Playboy was, is that it wasn't just pictures of women. It, that wasn't it. It was deeper than that. And it, Playboy was sort of a movement in a way because they were willing to talk about things like politics, like this, like that, whatever that other people want to talk about. Just like when Hugh Hefner had his own show, he had black people on his show at a time when black people were not even allowed to go through the front door in certain areas. He had Sammy, um, Sammy Davis Jr. on his show. Also, Hugh Hefner was one of the um, people who gave Aretha Franklin her first, you know, kind of major thing where she was at, um, it was either on the Playboy show that he had or either at one of his clubs. But one of the gigs that she did Hugh Hefner was like one of the first people that was like, yes, I want you to come sing at a time 
where people were not so quick to have black entertainers floating in their circle. And I'm not going to get into the whole skin color thing or whatever, because I don't believe in getting bogged down in the past too much. I believe that's an issue today where people are too bogged down into the past, which we can take that part and then tack it on to this about building your own table. Some people get caught up in, oh, well, I have to be recognized by this person. I have to be recognized by this entity or by this government or by this group of people. When really the only person that you need to be recognized by is yourself and the divine. That's it. The only opinion that matters is the divine and yours. That's it. You and God. Every Everything else falls to the wayside. None of that other stuff matters. It just doesn't. And if you go by that, the resources will come in for you to build your own table. And going back to, again, your value being hidden. Maybe there is something there that the divine sees in you that maybe you don't see in yourself because you're looking for validation from another person or another entity or another group of people that the divine is like, what do you need their validation for? You are a child of the divine. That is validation within itself because you are here. So what type of recognition do you need from this group? What do you need from this table that I can't give you? It's almost, and I always tell this joke that Paul Mooney tells uh, about Cleopatra. When Julius Caesar and Paul Mooney has passed on, you know, God rest his soul. But it was a joke where Julius Caesar brought Cleopatra a gift. And Cleopatra was like a gift I'm the queen of Egypt. There is nothing that you can give me that the queen of Egypt has not already given me. I say that to say this. You're a child of the divine. There is nothing that any table that is built by man and institution or whatever can give you that the divine cannot give you on its own. So for this need to be recognized, to be like, oh, I have to be at this table. I have to be with this group of people. They need to recognize my talent. No, maybe the divine is saying you need to build your own table because if you build your own table, you will be able to recognize the people that I believe in that have talent. You ever think about it like that? Just like with Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry, love him or hate him. Because again, we all have light, we all have dark. Because I've heard good things about Tyler Perry. I've heard bad things about Tyler Perry. I don't know Tyler Perry. So, you know, it is what it is. Regardless, Tyler Perry has still helped many people, especially people of color, in the industry. Same thing with Oprah. I've heard good things about Oprah. I've heard bad things about Oprah. I don't know Oprah, but you can't knock 
the good things that people have done. And had they not built their own table, they wouldn't have been able to lift some people up. Maybe the divine is trying to force you to build your own table so you can lift other people up where those other tables that they're trying to get to that usually say, no, you can't sit with us. The divine is saying, okay, I'm going to give you the resources so those people can come to your table because I know you will be more welcoming to those people. That's what I'm saying. So you don't want to force people to give you a seat at the table. If they don't want you to sit with them, Okay, fine. Pull it together and move on. And that's what I'm talking about when I get into the color thing and everything else. I I don't believe in giving anybody, giving anybody this major type of importance. Like they need to recognize me. Just like when I work, I don't ask anyone for a raise. I just don't. I've never asked for a raise in my life. I've never said, oh, well, I need more money. No. It's like... If I feel it's time for a raise, I'm just going to watch and see is what I'm going to do. And at any job, I weigh the pros and the cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, I'll stay. If the cons outweigh the pros, I'm out because it's not recognizing my value. Building, having a seat at the table is about knowing your worth. That's what that's about. And... If the people that you want to sit with do not recognize your worth, then why would you want to sit with them anyway? Because clearly you're worth a lot because you're already a child of the divine. That's a given. So there's no need to force people to give you a seat at the table. Because you already have the resources since you're a child of the divine to build your own table at any time. All you have to do is ask. That's it. It's almost like even though it's changed now and I could go into the whole corporate thing and whatever with BET because BET is owned by Viacom now. But BET started because... Someone felt, um, oh gosh, what is his name? I forgot his name. Off, I want to say his last name is Johnson off the top of my head. Um, where he started BET for a reason, Black Entertainment Television. Because in his eyes, he may have felt that black people did not have a seat at the table. On a audiovisual type of thing. On, on that type of platform. So maybe he was of the opinion, you know what? I'm going to build the table. They're not seeing the value of black people, but I know black people are valuable. So let me build this. Let me build this table so I can bring black people over here because all of these other networks, they're not recognize, rec recognizing black people or uplifting black people the way they should be uplifted. And this isn't, and please, for my listeners, don't take this as I'm rah, 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 all that stuff with color and everything else. Because honestly, I don't really pay attention to color like that. I honestly don't. I don't care. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what your sexual preference is. I don't care what your religion is. It's, we're all children of the divine. That's how I look at it. 
The only thing I care about is are you a good person? And a good person in the sense of as long as you're not hurting anyone. That's where I'm at. All that other stuff, I'm not worried about that. What I'm saying though in this example is is that he decided hey, I'm not about to force someone to give me a seat at their table. I'm going to build my own table. And it's the same thing. Oh yeah, that noise, heat just came on. So I need people to start getting in that mindset. Almost like with music awards. Yes, a Grammy is great. Grammy's great. An Oscar is great. The thing is, is that the Grammy and the Oscars are not the only thing. You have the Soul Train Awards. You have the NAACP Image Awards. And you have the Billboard. You have American Music Awards. You have, I believe, the Juno Awards, which is for Canada. And so on and so forth. There are so many different types of awards where people can be recognized. But the question is, what about you recognizing yourself? Why not start your own award? Why not do that? It might grow. You you may be surprised. Why do you have to be recognized by Billboard? Why do you have to be recognized by the Grammys? Why do you have to be recognized by Soul Train? Why do you have to be recognized by the Oscars? Or by the um, SAG Awards? Or, or whatever. Is, is in your profession because I mentioned it before and I will say it again. There are so many undiscovered people that are way more talented than the people that we have seen over the years that don't have the awards. They just don't. Uh, one person who I feel should have been recognized more and I was just watching uh, one of her videos yesterday is Shanice, the singer. Shanice is ridiculous ridiculously talented as a vocalist wonderful wonderful singer another singer that should have been more recognized is Phyllis Hyman Phyllis Hyman was an amazing singer and the list goes on and on and on the point of all of this is that you don't have to force your way into a table because what it comes down to is validation and recognition that's what it comes down to as in being able to get validation recognition and a piece of the pie you're already a child of the divine you already have everything that you need all that other stuff is just icing on the cake. And when I, what I mean is that you have, what I mean by that you already have everything you need is that you have the resources at your disposal at any time to build your table to bring in the things that you want. You don't have to be on a major television network or TV show or to do this or to do that to bring in what you want your reality to be. Because Tyler Perry did it. Hugh Hefner did it. The list goes on and on. If I really sit here and think about it, there are tons of people who have done it. 
where they didn't force someone to give them a seat at the table. It's almost like um, I mentioned the Pixar story. The Pixar um, guy used to work for Disney. Disney didn't see his vision. Went off and started Pixar with some other people. And then later on, Disney ended up buying Pixar because finally they saw the value of it. But that guy wasn't like, oh, well, no, you don't see the vision. You need to see the vision. You need to see the vision. There's value in this type of animation because it was the 3D animation. There's value in this type of animation. You should recognize it. You should recognize it. No. He was like, okay, fine. I'm out. Deuces. I don't, I don't need a seat at your table. I'll go and build my own table. And he built his own table over, over at Pixar. And then Pixar blew up. And the rest is history. You don't need to force someone to give you a seat at the table. And that is my daily thought. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed.